So this is very comfortable for me because we've had these conversations um, multiple times. But then part of the things we've never discussed is from an academic perspective, while you were in high school and the subjects that you were choosing, did you really know that you actually wanted to end up being this big in technology or you found yourself there? Well, I was previous, um, when I was younger, I even did uh, computer studies in primary. Oh. And um, uh, at least we had like uh, two PCs at home. So oh, was, nice. Uh, uh, you know, with, uh, did you play Prince system. back in the day? Because yeah. that was like the game. Yeah. Voting, yeah. so of course, I used to go in the discus. Um, what way? To the guys the games. Yes. So of course, I was a cool kid. Yeah. Like, you know, I was <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, Quite passionate about tech, mm-hmm. and um, of course, uh, I was also in the computer club, so we used to get the keys to the computer lab on Sundays and just play prints, and um, mm-hmm. it was quite quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Then, in high school, of course, I did choose um, uh, say computer studies as one, one mm-hmm. of my I would say uh, specialties or subjects that yeah, I do eventually, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think I I did ignore the other stuff. <laughs> because, <laughs> Actually, I was, I was taught one day by my maths um, uh-huh. teacher, uh-huh. really more computer studies instead of maths. Wow. And, and um, <laughs> in fact, told me that uh-huh. everyone has done IT. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, um, it got to my head. Yeah. But I, what he was talking about was packages and you know, packages. Not, exactly. Uh, tech. Then I remember there's a time, um, uh, there's uh, this short of faculties came to you know, school and mm-hmm. talked about me because of their launching. Mm-hmm. And one of them was um, a bachelor's in uh, business information. At IT, home. yeah. So given that my math teacher told me... Um, you don't know about it. Everybody is doing it. So I chose to just do the... Um, you know, Business IT, mm-hmm. and that's um, I didn't go to Stratton eventually. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, going to uh, JQuot, mm-hmm. uh, which, was, yeah, which was a good environment. Um, uh, I met with very many highly uh, you know, technical and talented, talented people, yeah. Um, so that's why I continued my interest in um, uh, tech. And um, after four years, mm-hmm. uh, just like many other students, I usually think uh, you, you know, come out of campus with a huge um, salary. <laughs> uh, you have is, made it by uh, 25. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into, so immediately after campus, I uh-huh. did a lot of job searching. Uh-huh. Of course, it wasn't easy. Uh-huh. Uh, we all know the normal stories of, you know, trying to search, uh, but you wouldn't get it as quickly as expected. Yes. And of course, the um, situation where you have friends who already, you know, got some jobs here, you know, someone, uh, got into a bank, he's been paid X, and they are depressed at home watching series and movies. Yes. Um, so yeah, I was looking for, you know, anything. Yeah. Uh, so long as it's within tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first gig was, I wasn't being paid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember my my old man was like, if you're not getting paid, then you know, what's the use? What's the use? Yes. But, uh, you know, I remember my mom saying, Okay. Uh-huh. Um, 
so it took a while, but eventually ended up, you know, getting an internship, um, decent pay, and then you know, getting, yeah. getting to now handle you know some enterprise customers. Uh, now getting to see how tech actually um, it, affects companies, yes. you know, the bottom lines, and the customer experience. Yeah. Now you get to know, you know, tech is not just technical stuff, but you know, the real world, the, the real world uses all these things to solve real problems. Yes. And um, you know, that really opened my eyes, and um, eventually got more interested in um, you know, things like solution designing, mm-hmm. uh, solution architecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I got into one of the big uh, tech firms. Mm-hmm. Um, where now you know, up my skills even you know more, more. meet even you know I have more bigger customers, more bigger challenges. Yeah. Um. Before before yeah. we get into just getting into now your mm-hmm. uh, from your first job and then to the second, mm-hmm. I'll take you back to when you're in Jquad. Okay. Um. Did you the subjects that you did, mm-hmm. and and I remember I don't know. Especially if you either did computer science, there's, there's a lot of calculus. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of units, basic math that you don't fully understand why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing because you had a mixture of business, then if you then had an interest to see how the business intricacies work, mm-hmm. it makes it good. Yeah. But did you feel lost in the curriculum? Did you feel again in the curriculum? And then in the four years... What were your peers like? Was everyone doing the course knowing that, yeah, or was it? Because I feel like when IT came into the industry, we did it because it was popular. We did it because, yes, you did computer studies when you now finished your fourth year in in high school. But then you didn't exactly know what that curriculum was going to be like. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so for curriculum, no offense to school, but yeah. I felt um, it, was, it was terrible because mm-hmm. we ended up just doing the um, courses from BCom and others from IT. IT. Yeah. Uh, actually, I actually think I did like uh, three to four ethic courses. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I think they just trying to fill out these courses to just build a whole yeah. uh, course of the But what I hear is the... Mm-hmm. Eventually improved it to be of course yeah, over time. Find it just to be a better uh, bachelor's um, look mm. uh, course. But uh, as you said, uh, I've seen a lot of you know maths and computer science guys mm-hmm. who are really really good in you know, what they do, especially if you do software engineering. Um, uh, some you know those those are the kind of careers that uh, I would say those 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 those. Did make sense uh, for yeah, because I think we also did a bit of telecom as well yeah. in computer science. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the mm-hmm. Some schools have done it quite well. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, when, uh, comparing my undergrad to my masters, I, I can, it's I can very different. Really different. It's very different. Yeah. yeah. When I was finishing, I was like, wow. The, I, this was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But then the masters, of the, at least with how it's been recalibrated, it's so much better. All right. So the journey of you now getting to be able to get that first job, are you giving up? Are you feeling as if you did the wrong thing or there's just an innate part of you that knows I'm going to get there and this is perhaps what I truly want to do. So somehow it's going to work because there are those people. And especially in this time, I feel for the young graduates who are just coming out and then IT job market isn't too bad. But then at the same time, it depends on what you've done. Yeah. 
So at this point, where do you now sit in terms of who Martin wants to be? Uh, well, I would say, um, yeah, when I, when I left, mm-hmm. the job, it was, of course, the first job was always challenging. Yeah. Getting the first job, complete the faster uh, you yeah. get your first job. Yeah. And funny thing is most of my um I would say classmates didn't end up doing tech. I would say only twenty percent. Oh really? Only twenty percent ended up doing what did they end up doing? Like the rest of them. Stuff, ah. Some other people work in their own businesses. Uh-huh. So tech was just seen as a very Technical. Yeah, I think it's like you could be, you could have been a doctor, you could have been a lawyer, and then it was the next best something to yeah. get into. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it. Yeah. I think, uh, it's been quite challenging, quite mm-hmm. fun. Uh, lots of lessons learned. Lots of people we've met. Um, lots of connections made. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, looking back and looking forward, I can say uh, right now, I'm, you know, in the I'll say I'm happy now in the leadership space yeah. in the tech industry. And we get to now learn even you know, more business and soft skills. Yeah. Um, trying to just uh, you know, be a good leader, not just be a boss. Yeah. Uh, trying to motivate and mentor um, uh, you know, other younger uh, people. Yeah. So at least they will be get uh, you know, a lot of lessons that you learn within your, you know, your journey. Yeah. Uh, trying to also refer uh, people to openings that you feel they're, they're, they're strong. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Just mentor them as where you can. It's, mm. it's, it's, you know, it's free. It goes a long <laughs> way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, please them tomorrow. It's you. Correct. And it's very small. Yeah. situations where um, you know, someone who maybe referred a while back is now a CIO somewhere. Yes. Uh, so they, they are very small. I know. benefit uh, from these collections and uh, help each other. Yeah. So I want to now dive into what we said we'll discuss, which is negotiating for better 101. And it doesn't necessarily mean salary. But I want us to start from the point of you took an unpaid job. Um, this was for how long exactly? Around six months. Around six months. And then now you got into getting to understand pay makes sense, but I'm negotiating for better in terms of also perhaps what I'd be able to do. So that transition to now that firm that you now worked with, what was that conversation like? Did you ever, because some people think it's, fell on their laps, or even if it did fall on your laps, there's some bit more of work that you need to do to be able to now keep on getting better. How was that like for you? So uh, for me, I'm, I'm never shy about uh, talking about um, you know, negotiating at all. Yes. Uh, what's happening up with you is getting a Exactly. Like, die, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Put yourself out there. My, my first time doing a negotiation, I think I even know what I which is so it's so insane to think about because I don't think I've ever seen you in a tie ever. So it was weird because in the boardroom, uh, you know, the two of you, yes, yes, and they're saying, uh, you know, I need better pay, and then the manager said, Why do you need better Better pay? What have you done so far? You're actually learning, yes, doing something I still remember today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's either earning or learning, yes. Find your line. Yes. So uh, show me that you can, you know, uh, ensure that uh, whatever you know, businesses you're running, any process you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you've learned them, mm-hmm. and you can actually, you know, either bring in a customer or close a product without any assistance from 
which really you know, hit me hard because mm-hmm. I hadn't looked at that perspective. Yeah. Because uh, you can't negotiate yet, you, you don't have anything time to Value, exactly. And so, uh, I'm because of that certification. Yes. I can pay for a certification. Yeah. So you can't get any award uh, for just passing. So mm. after that, of course, you have to uh, shadow someone. Uh, yes. You have to go in them on site. Yes. And just learn the whole uh, business, learn the whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, learn as much as you can, yes. show value, then from there, negotiation becomes easy. Uh, but something that you also learn is not not very many people are um, uh, able to just go in and negotiate. Correct. Uh, especially for the ladies, uh, it's something that has been talked know, about. Talked about uh, yeah. You, you will find out. Especially like I think female techies. I don't think yeah. I've seen them be that aggressive. You'll see it maybe in the sales yeah. kind of yeah. techies, yeah. but but now like DevOps. Yeah. Ah, I don't think I've seen them be aggressive. Yeah. 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 Mm. So yeah, ladies, um, but at least now they are aware. Yeah. There's a lot of awareness on uh, ask for your value, you know, ask for what you should be paid. Um, yes. And something else you should also learn is um, also, you know, apply to other places. Just get to know what other people are being paid. Exactly. And also ensure that you learn what other people are being paid because it, it can be very devastating when you hear someone you're within the same company you're in the same I know. being paid in the double. And if you don't ask them, you will learn. So yeah. These are things I would say people should um, just try and get some information, uh, hear what people are being paid outside. Uh, you know, demand for your worth, and uh, I think you should be, should, should be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. I want to. I want to now jump into this. Is what you've been taught in school, right? And then, um, this is what you now experience on your first site experience. Are you able to just walk us through what you remember your maybe task was and how you went around it? Because a lot of techies then really come and, and, and show out is the skill set is necessary, but then also the network knowledge helps you um, get different like results out of the task that you've been given. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, something I also learned quickly was mm-hmm. you are the face of the company. Yes. Some of these customers are paid top tier you know, very, very high. Which a lot of techies don't yeah, see. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, they're not being professional, they're late. Yes. Their tools. Mm. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're really, really portraying the company's image and you're, you're tarnishing it. Uh, even see situations where people are Googling in front of the customer. Yes. So, you know, even a customer can Google. Uh, yes. So, but you have to know your stuff and um, the more you, you know, climb up, the more you see you can never go unprepared for customer site. So what I mm-hmm. advocate for is um, really a lot of documentation. Uh, documentation are very boring, they're not like novels, but you have to, <laughs> you have to know everything uh, within your documentation. Yeah. Uh, do labs where necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially if it's your first time doing it, of course it gets easier, you know, when you yes. when you progress in the uh, progress in the career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but yeah, just do some labs, read the documentation. Uh, have your level designs, have your proposals, and just be as professional as as you can. Yeah. When you're not able to maybe handle a specific thing, mm-hmm. uh, communicate as much as you can. In fact, we've been in situations where communication is 
what broke the whole Exactly. Thing. Nobody said anything. So the best technical person, but you can't really relay some communication to the customer and you know this whatever. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a mix of it's a mixture of you know very many things. But remember, you you know we're doing these things. Uh, you know, for humans, we're not doing these things just because we're doing them. Exactly. And we're dealing with humans as much as we're interacting with you know, systems and platforms and computers. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, someone's going to approve this as a human. Uh, people are going to benefit from this as a human. Exactly. So, yeah, let's make sure you do them to the best of your abilities, uh, communicate, and always be prepared. Yeah, I'm going to jump onto that because. Um, I started off as e-learning assistant, but then got into sales. Mm -hmm. And within that startup environment, I had to take the time to let everybody in the company know whatever part you touch for the customer, it matters. For that sale to remain successful, it's not that we just closed the deal. It's who dealt with them when they needed more licenses, who dealt with them when they needed a support call, who actually worked out that renewal and did discounts. For me, I've seen a different side of you in terms of a techie who would then understand and care. But there are those either who just don't get it or feel I have no loyalty to this company. And even if, yes, I'm dealing with big customer environment, I shouldn't put in my best. What then? Because it pegs into negotiating for better one-on-one. Because if you're then doing it half-assed, there's no way I can guarantee that I can give you better. But people get stuck in that, that this company doesn't pay me well. I'm serving my customers whom I love. But then at the same time, there's an attitude problem that needs to be addressed. How would you then just address it to those guys? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find situations where people are just not motivated at all, mm-hmm. and it, it even affects with their outputs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say for you know for leaders, you should quickly pick that up and yeah. talk to them. I don't know if they're doing this for you. We are humans. Exactly. You that, um, you know, it's, this is someone you've probably been aware that, you know, that this particular person is at the moment, mm-hmm. and just try to be a better leader and just communicate. And if you can't meet halfway, uh, then maybe try and make the working conditions for them better. Yes. Um, but it's the small things uh, that go that go a long yeah. way. Yeah. And for the other person who feels like uh, you know they're not being valued, mm-hmm. as I said, you should also be looking elsewhere as well. Mm-hmm. And but don't spoil your, your name people. and reputation. There are very many people who don't, who don't even have the opportunity to you know what what have what you even have. Exactly. So don't take it for granted and um uh, make sure that uh, and then the it's your it's your it's your CV on the line, it's your profile on the, on the line. Yes. Uh the, the job that you did badly is you know that same director, that same leader who had to change that done a show jobs, someone might need somewhere on the line. Yes. And you might end up you know, opening your own business. Uh, are you really sure you want, you'll, you'll be able to go back to that customer? Exactly. Say, uh, please give you some business. So when interacting conditions are not maybe the best, just make sure you do your best mm-hmm. and then uh, try and negotiate anything that you feel is not being done properly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even about uh, even salary, but maybe some conditions are not being done. Yeah. Uh, you know, nicely. Some processes maybe are not being done nicely. Yeah. Maybe you have some innovative things you want to 
doing on the table, but no one listens to you. Yeah. But um, it all starts with yourself. Uh, show some initiative. Um, if there's something you feel should be done better, do it in that kind of way and then show the results. Yes, so the that then it can be incorporated mm, as to how you've been able to execute. All right, so let's get to the point of um, first job unpaid, second job, yes, paid, but then now you're getting into the big corporate direction of things. Did it? Did that company meet your visualization or expectation of what corporate big IT firm looks like? And then over the period of time, what was your experience like? Yeah, so uh, of course I can move into a bigger firm. Mm-hmm. Processes are well you know, done, documented. Yes. You can specialize. Uh, you know, you're not you're not you're not doing implementation and being the project manager. Yes. You're not. Office. You're not. You know, <laughs> yeah, can do all uh, in any other job side. At yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. companies, they will have a much bigger workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have all the competencies. You know, now it, it, even it opens your eyes now from a more, I would say, you know, it's not, you're no longer doing solutions just in Kenya, but now you exactly with, um, the, the companies mm-hmm. or you know other branches in Africa. Yes. So right, it was a big uh, change. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of uh, lessons learned. Uh, more people to interact with. Mm-hmm. Uh, closing much more bigger projects. Uh, traveling within. Uh, the regions yeah. in Southern Africa. Yeah. So it was it was it was quite a good experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, now I, I you know I felt like um another another opportunity came through and you know I felt like it's about time to also try yeah. something else. Yeah. And you wanted to negotiate for yeah. better within where you are, yeah. but then. And correct me if I'm wrong, the company then wasn't meeting your next step or your next phase in life of the things that you wanted to do. So you ventured off into, away from, you know, the IT corporate firm to now being a manager in a bank, which is a whole different environment. What was that transition like? Because you've done now a lot of the technical and I can tell again, negotiating for better is you had already built your base to say, I can take care of this kind of environments, this kind of deployments and everything. But the business side of things, which then pegs to even what you studied as um, BIT would then um, be incorporated of you learning the business side. How was that experience? Because well, it's, it's <laughs> toughest transition, yeah, I think. So coming from the consulting side, you know, from the consulting side, it was uh, working in the shoes of the customer, but now getting it the end user of the customers. Yes. You are now actually the customer. Yes. So it's not, um, so you're, you're in there, and things are a bit different, and uh, there are so many languages, mm-hmm. processes don't move as quickly. Yes. As, you know, within the consulting firm. Yeah, and now you understand why business would take long to exactly. close yeah. Yeah. because you're on the other side exactly. of the spectrum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I also went there because it was a, you know, a leadership role. Yes. Not something, of course, that I'll have gotten maybe in Where you are, exactly. But now this was a, you know, a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of things I learned in terms of processes, um, and then being a financial, you know, sector, mm-hmm. uh, it, a lot of regulatory issues, yes, uh, security concerns, mm-hmm. uh, risks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a whole machinery, 
uh, with very, very many staff members. So, you know, imagine being from the consulting side from 100, you know, staff to maybe 1,500. Yes. So it's, it's a huge, huge uh, transition. Yes. Uh, then collaboration is, you know, being done differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge hierarchy of, you know, people. As to how things yeah, need yeah. to be executed. Yeah. yeah. Then getting to senior leaders like your CEOs and your CEOs, you, you can't just walk into their office. You know, you yes. PA has to book you in. Yeah. And some of the things you just struggle with. Yeah. (laughs) And I think the most critical point of a big part of our audience is we're now getting into that transition of managerial roles. Mm -hmm. And you have to deal with the politics. Yeah. There's no escape around Mm -hmm. it. And then there's the part of being a millennial where you want to truly express yourself. You know better because we've been taught different and we know new things that the old generation doesn't know. How did you incorporate knowing when to speak and chart something forward and knowing when to sort of navigate and go through somebody else to get it to be charted for it to go forward. Because I'm, I'm aware of some of the people you chose to work with and, and actually uh, charter certain projects, but you had to be smart about it. So what's, what's that like? Because at Techie, and I feel it's, it's, it's a harder transition. Perhaps me as a salesperson, it could be easier, but I take it into managerial where you could work from home, you show up at site, you finish the site work, you can work remotely to take care of another site, but this one, it's desk work, it's every day at the office, and even on a Saturday. Yeah, so uh, it, was, it, was, it was different. And, mm-hmm. um, you see, before it was, you know, the technology leaders looking up to you guys to solve a specific problem. Mm-hmm. But now here you're inside, uh, you know, the customer side. They might not look at you as the, the person to bring your solutions. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's also a lot of politics that come into play. Yeah. And I'm a very action-driven uh, you know, person, mm-hmm. but sometimes your action is not necessarily what they want. Yes. It has to go through a specific process. Mm-hmm and a lot of lobbying and politics and mm. just want things to get done but it doesn't go that way yes which is which is the hardest part for me i would say yes and also the managerial styles were you know very very different it, it, you know it's a very it, it, it's just a it's just a very very huge hierarchy yeah and you know when they say jump you jump uh, which is not something i was used to exactly uh, so it's a very different culture and you know, the, a lot of advice I got was just do your job, which mm-hmm. is not you know, that's a very uh, you know, just doing the job constringent, your job like you're yeah, very yeah. boxed into yeah. what your job so is. I can't even do my job because you have to do you know X Y Z before you're able to even do your job. <laughs> exactly. So it got a bit frustrating, but mm-hmm. I will say I, I learned quite a lot mm-hmm. within, within that space. Yeah. And then. Um, uh, fortunately, well, a very big project uh, came through mm-hmm. uh, that I was one of the very few people who could be able to you know, work on uh, those kind of projects, mm-hmm. uh, given my experience uh, in the consulting world. Mm-hmm. So at least for the first time, I had my own you know, freedom, uh, just work on this project uh, you know, as per your experience. Yeah. Yeah, so during my last months, I was actually happy compared mm-hmm. to when I entered mm-hmm. uh, because I had my own autonomy. Yes. Uh, you know, finally, you know, I, I was handling things that I, you know, I used to do and I was very passionate on. 
And now finally people looked after me and so me as, you know, the consultant, the person yeah. who now is able to handle these specific solutions. Yeah. yeah. Let's discuss the certifications that you chose to do. Did they contribute to you having, because you feel, I feel like that's already a part that allowed you to negotiate better without even knowing mm-hmm. because you're the only person who can be able to actually charter this project mm-hmm. and everybody has seen your expertise and capabilities did certain certifications play a part of you getting this because a lot of people you know mm, don't do the degree you can focus on certifications mm-hmm. other people is do certifications you know like yeah. and do the degree at the same time and then to even top it off is at that time you also did your master's. So from an education perspective, mm-hmm. how heavy do you think all these things played into now you getting such a role within the bank to do it? Um, yeah, so uh, in terms of um, you know, my profile and um, uh, you know, what I've done in terms of education mm-hmm. um, certifications, my, comp- my core competencies were quite good, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a, it's a balance of education and certifications and experience. Yes, because uh, you know I know for a fact we have so many cloud architects in Nairobi who have never even logged into a uh, you know, cloud portal or even environment. Yeah, access these systems mm. uh, you know, programmatically. They've just done the certificate. They've just done the certificate. And yeah. not, it will get you anywhere, mm. uh, especially in big corporates where you're handling very very high value uh, projects. Mm-hmm. And people will quickly know that you don't know your stuff. Exactly. Because, um, you know, you real you, you need some real-world expertise to handle some of these very, you know, mission-critical or business-critical uh, systems or yeah. applications. Yeah. So I would say it's a balance. Uh, do your certifications. Don't give someone a chance to remove you from a specific opportunity because you don't have the credentials. Yeah. Uh, so do them if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, they're very cheap to, to Yeah, do. to do. Uh, lots of free uh, materials mm-hmm. uh, online, mm-hmm. but also have your experience. Yes. Uh, you, you know, so many technical people don't even have websites, you know, don't even, you, know, you don't even practice what you preach. Exactly. So just, um, have your own internal experience, try to solve uh, something that you're passionate on. And then that way, even if you don't have you know, industry experience, you can take it from a point of a project you've done. Yeah. Uh, you can put it on GitHub and then someone can easily just go there and just see your projects. And then someone will trust you because you, it's something you've done. They can actually see your output yes. and trust you even if you've not done an actual enterprise-grade uh, sort of setup. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so just work on that. Um, uh, do, your, do your labs, do your small experiments. Yeah. Uh, then I think you should be fine from there. Yeah, and I, and I like that. Yes, some of the certifications do give you the labs, but then if you're really looking to go deep into tech, then you have to individually now create those environments, buy the things that you need to sort of buy to be able to actually mirror an environment and do it. Okay, so we're now at the epitome manager i remember just as the group we were so happy and everything and the nickname was money and then we've now just gotten to a point of you felt like you've done what you can do within the bank and an opportunity comes up that then takes you into full autonomy and to focus on security which perhaps i'm not too sure was something you had seen yourself do 
ever from the get-go or it's something that you now over time experience and figured I actually want to get into the security space and see or what that is all about. Yeah, uh, when 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 I got into the bank, actually the the, the role was you know very security focused, mm. especially on data center. So I'm very huge on data center technologies. So yes. shifting into data center security was uh, easier for me compared to maybe someone from security doing the reverse. Um, so you get to learn so many solutions and uh, you know, platforms and systems yes. and then hardening them was also part of you know day-to-day security operations yes and then now getting into the bank and doing uh, security and then move to cloud infrastructure and security mm-hmm. uh, you know really opened my eyes and it was a, a much much easier transition and you know that's those are the things that made me end up you know being into the information security space especially um, in the leadership space given my experience in you know a managerial Position within the financial sector. Yes. So it's 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 it's, it's something very different, uh, but it's I'm a very passionate and highly technical you know, individual. So yeah. I'm very curious, you know, across very many domains within technology. Yeah. And uh, you know, the more you know, the more it favors you. Exactly. You transition and get into different, uh, you know, roles within any tech industry that you're in, and. It was, you know, I'm quite passionate now about uh, security mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, cloud infrastructure. Yes. And it, it was a much easier fit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a technical leader who is actually very hands-on and technical goes a very long way. Yes. Uh, because what you'll find is you'll get some consultants who, you know, shove their um, uh, portfolio of products or their own strategies. Correct. To make it work. Like <laughs> yes. Shoe size for all the customers. Yes. But you know, very different companies have very different uh, requirements. Yeah, um, and needs that they yeah, want to so meet. Yeah. Have very different uh, risk appetites, mm. and at least eventually now, again, getting into um, you know, a startup, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very very different environment. Um, you know, the, imagine coming from a bank wearing your suits to now. We are in casual. <laughs> it was one of the wins. It was one of the wins of we can finally um, wear jeans and, yeah, and there's sneakers. There's a lot of comfort in that. And yeah, then working with very, very talented and you know, highly technical intellect. People. Yeah, and, you know, most people don't know, but you know, startups use a lot of you know high, high, you know high tech. Uh, I would say solutions and tools for sure. And at least it's something that um, you know some of the things. I have some experience in, uh, you know, most of the things that they're working on. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say uh, I hadn't much experience on was, you know, the whole securing the software development life cycle of things. Mm-hmm. But I was able to quickly scale up and just um, also work on some solutions around that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very different environment. Uh, you know, it's action-biased. Yes. This is what I, you know, like. Yeah, and thriving. Uh, whatever, whatever ideas you have, you know, everyone are felt and hard felt and, and implemented. You know, just them, show us the results. Yes. That's it. So I would say I'm very happy. Yeah. Uh, not many people have that kind of privilege to actually privilege yeah. to be able to just work on you know whatever uh, you feel is 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 okay, and you also have to be on your toes in terms of 
learning as much as you can uh, yes and also collaborating with uh, you know other highly technical and highly talented people yes because they can see through you if you, you know if you're not up your exactly game, can see through, through yeah you and they can just uh, call out your bs yeah and tell you no you're wrong <laughs> yeah is, i know get very embarrassing. <laughs> so you, you have to know your stuff yes uh yeah so and i'm very you know, passionate and and i also love challenges uh instead of just being comfortable somewhere so yeah. you, you end up not having as much experience you know, as as possible but if you get somewhere that you challenge every other day uh then it's, it's, it's an awesome environment to be yeah. yeah what i like about your story is how even if fine started from privilege had the computers at home you've then pushed yourself, challenged yourself to still do more, to still want more because anybody would have just then been comfortable with that manager job in the yeah, bank yeah. or anybody would have just been like, you know, I work for this big corporate IT mm. firm, then that's fine. What I've seen in the circle and what I like about uh, in the circle of the people that we are around is everyone's got their talent and then everyone then compares and helps and assists and there's one thing um, I've experienced where somebody did see my work for very long and then gave me like a button to now take over his job. And then I've seen you also do just, even if it's references of people to different jobs or jobs that you held. Why is it so important for you to now, and, and for us even just as a group, because the one thing we've realized is we're getting to do life together. We're a group of people who really will grow. We don't know who will be CEO, who will be CIO in the next 10 years within a certain business. We could have our own business that will start. But then what then makes us or makes you want to have the next generation also have something different? Because we could choose to just be selfish. Yeah. So, um Personally, I was also, you know, I got a lot of help from, I would say, some you know, uh, mentors and yes. friends. Yes, yes. Uh, doing it alone is it's difficult. You, mm. you might end up where you want, but it's it's very, very difficult. Yes. And if you're in a position where, you know, you're able to either refer someone or you feel that this person deserves a specific role, uh, subject to, of course, the normal processes that are being yes. done. Uh, to, to maybe onboard someone or interview someone. Yes. Uh, it's good to just give give these references and mm-hmm. you know, they, they go a long way. Yeah. And uh, something people also don't do is just searching for other jobs. You find people are very comfortable. Yes. You, you won't believe the number of people who told me, you, you know, you're, you're mad. Why will you leave a managerial job in a bank? Exactly. You know, when you're in the bank, you can yeah. save 20 years and yeah. you can you know, so, you'll get all your rates at a, you know, cheaper, yeah. whatever, yeah, and yeah. then you can build so your home, just do everything. listen to other offers, yeah. be very open. Yeah. Um, you know, the company that you think is not as big, uh, you know, it doesn't deserve your talents and whatnot, might be working on something huge. Exactly. We've seen how Amazon went from a you know, bookstore to yes. now a huge um, empire. And some of the very early engineers were called in to you know, solve some very difficult problems and mm-hmm. they, they didn't know that a bookstore would have these you know difficult kind of conflicts um, yeah you know, products that they're, they're trying to scale up yeah and um so yeah just listen to if you get an opportunity listen mm-hmm. if you get a referral just try it out i've actually referred mm-hmm. some people and they didn't even do their shop even try to yeah. apply even go to an interview yeah which, which is, is which is heartbreaking yeah uh but 
yeah so just um, help help you help someone out because yes uh, someone else is going to get it either way but yeah. uh, if you have someone in mind and you feel they deserve the job based on the experience and you can vouch for them mm-hmm. then why not i know yeah. and it's always it always makes it easier and especially when you're good at your job the biggest thing they always ask you who do you think would be best and it's never out of because they are my friend mm-hmm. it's just because of I know they can do the job as good as me, if not better. So I'm happy to actually have them take the role up. So as we get to a close is five years, 10 years, what's that path like for you? Have you sort of imagined, figured it out? Um, And then in terms of just spreading your wings into something different is it are there things that are there that you're just like okay yeah i know i made this much into security and the one thing that i actually want to emphasize is there's so much of you know people stuck in network and storage and you know just the old stuff and then there's the new stuff that's coming in that you can choose from wildly that you can do five years, 10 years of security and then tap and find yourself into i don't know something else what's what are the options out there? Well, I'll say now, um, of course, there's a huge paradigm shift, you know, from uh, people outsourcing most of the infrastructure to, of course, um, you know, the cloud infrastructure. Yes. You know, it's unlimited scale. Um, you can, right now, if you wanted to start a business, there's no way I'm going to go to, you know, my, uh, I can't go to ask my, you know, what are they called? The people in finance, yeah. the, your investors, yes. to ask for, you know, 10 million for IT equipment. I know. So that will finish your whole business before it starts. Yes. Uh, but you can start small, experiment small, um, even get your first customer, second customer. Then yes. from there you can, you know, scale up easily yeah. and don't take your investors' money and you know, just use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that I'm sure we start seeing more often. Of course, yeah. it's already here. Uh, seen major major projects being done uh, that way. Yeah. Um, the other thing is something that I also feel maybe I didn't do early enough was mm-hmm. maybe starting a business uh, because you know at some at some point someone will have to start a business. Correct. It's something you're yeah. passionate about. Yeah. Uh, if you do it early, you don't have to you know start from scratch in the future. Exactly. So if, if you've done some stuff right now, then it's going to be easy. It's just a matter of landing a customer or two. Yes. And then, uh, you know, do your own consulting and something like that. Yes. Because uh, I'm sure at some point employment would be... Yeah. You know, um, the, the full expression of yourself can't yeah. come out of employment. Yeah, yeah. So it has to come to the things that you enjoy and, and are creative about or mm-hmm. even the things that you're skilled on because the job will only allow you to do a certain KPI. But there are other things that you're able to do that you'd want to actually do. So I feel you on that one in terms of being able to start consultancy business, something to be able to now just express yourself. Now, there's something I'm doing with my guests. Mm-hmm. And I'm allowing them to also introduce themselves or play a song that they're feeling in this time. So we are either going to incorporate it in the intro or the outro. And I'm happy to now know what that song is for you so that I can play it. And it can be in the background as we close. Um, Way to put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) You can type it in. (laughs) Jim. Yeah, but every every person I've done this to, they're like, really? <laughs> I need to choose a song now. 
I'm really curious because so PMs in the room, right? And the friends that were here over yesterday, mm. we listened to a lot of the house music that you guys introduced me to. Mm. And you know that conversation of it's the same. Even when you listen to whatever, it's the same. So let's see. Let's see if it's I knew it had to be PM. Yeah, it's not the same. Yesterday we established you can hear a flute, you can hear different percussion drums. There's a build-up. And it's not I'm a piano. Yeah. Full disclosure. It's yeah. not. But it's very good music. All right. It's very interesting. All right. This was so much fun. I knew it was just going to be easy with you and not to... I, PM has been feeling a lot of serious conversations. <laughs> it's just like, this. somebody can actually stay 40 minutes and listen to it the whole time. I'm like, yeah, PM, there are people who are invested. And it's like, I think we should do 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. I know. Hopefully now we'll get to season two and dive deeper. I think I'll have almost the same guests. Mm-hmm. And especially if people demand a certain person higher, then the next time, as we said, I think we'll now include some people in the IT consultancy space and then just have a talk. PM will have the best time editing that because it will be so many voices at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. It's a, it's a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <He's laughs> he was just like that now yesterday. He was just like, because mm. he played a bit of black coffee, then Sanel. Yeah. But then now that it's been opened up, see, black coffee should come for this. That maybe yeah, we paid. We go fill our money. Let's see. A little bit. How's your, but did you get to do the certification?